Cheers. Oh, cheers, my friend. Wow, this is pink. red. It's like a it's pink very, lady. It's very, very it's red. It's like a pink lady over there. You got to tell me what. This is very different mm. for us. This is very delicious, though. It's like drinking Holy. A, a, a fruit oh. milkshake. <laughs> Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Dad Life Podcast. If you couldn't tell, we're drinking beers, and uh, mine's different. Oh, dude. <laughs> and his is different, too. That... Wow. My right. name's Chris. I'm Ryan. That's Ryan. He's having quite a time over there. Having with, a real rough day. With his beverage. Good night. We're drinking something a little different today. Yeah, tell me what it is. Um, this is out of my hometown, Buffalo, New York. Compliments of my sister, Anne. Shout out, Anne. This is out of... Uh, Thanks, Anne. Oh, my gosh. This is out of Thin Man Brewery in oh. downtown Buffalo. And um, there's a good story about it. She She works for this company. And she brought some of these to me at a wedding we attended for my younger brother in South Carolina. She drove yep. them from Buffalo to South Carolina, and then they flew with us back. So these are well-traveled. Been and around. What we're drinking right now, myself, is a raspberry sour. And it, when I said I opened it up, it's like... It's straight up red, right? Pink and red suds. And? It's delicious. It's just... It's just very different. It's very different. As yeah. a sour is, it's a, it's oh, a yeah. different flavor. Super different. Um, this one's seven percent, and it's a, a a sixteen ounce, so a big tall boy. It's called Minky Boodle. I don't Minky know the Boodle. I don't know the the story or the history behind that name or anything, but it is their flagship beer, as she tells me. Oh so. man, this one, I Chrissy, I don't even know how to explain it. Yeah, I might just have to have you drink it. Uh, this is called Aphrodite Jenkins. Aphrodite. Aphrodite Jenkins. Uh, this is 12.5%, and I can taste Ooh, every single percent of that this. That is a heavy, heavy this one, hitter right there. It is uh, malt, and let me just tell you what's in this bad boy. It's an imperial stout. It's got some banana, walnut, vanilla, cinnamon, and cacao. Cacao. And it's cacac in my ass. Wow. You want to try it? A 12.5 percenter. That's a, Dude, that's a it's, stout one. It uh, was a very surprising a little punch. punch in my mouth, gullet, now belly. And now brain. See? Right? You know, that's smoother than I was uh, anticipating. But definitely. For a 12.5%. That's good. That's like, wow. Yeah. I'm not, you're going to have to walk me home. I like those. You have to walk me home. Those Imperial Stouts I like. Yeah. It, it's a one and doneer. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Uh, one yeah, I'm going to be done. You're going to have to walk me home. One and don't drive. It tastes like Christmas a little. Yeah. It's the cinnamon. It's the cinnamon that makes it taste like Christmas. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Is the aftertaste of cinnamon. I was like, why? This one that? reminds me of a LeBeau's raspberry milkshake. Do you know? Oh, where I know LeBeau's Bear Lake, Bear baby. Lake. Oh, yeah. Very famous location Very for famous. a raspberry shake. And this is really good. Um, I'll talk a little bit oh, yeah, about the Minky Boodle. Um, it says that Thin Man has an extensive barrel aging program with over 200 bourbon barrels. And I think that's what your Imperial oh, yeah. Stout came from. Um, they opened their doors in 2016, so they're still That's fairly new, new yeah. um, but enough to kind of make an impact, I'm sure, on the city. It says they distribute mostly in New York, but they also are available in Jersey, Pennsylvania, New Hampshire, Virginia, D.C., Florida, and Colorado. So kind of smatter all over the place. Yeah. But it's kind of cool they're in Colorado. It's their only West Coast offering. That is kind of cool. And she gave me two more. Um, I got a Bliss Double IPA, 8%, which we haven't tried. And then a Pills Mafia, which is Get kind it. of a uh, little nod of the head to the Bills Mafia. Yep. And it's got um, 
oh gosh, I feel awful for not knowing the dude's name, but the Uh-oh. very um, recognizable Poncho from Tailgate Buffalo from the stadium tailgating. I it's a was, pilsner. I was in the middle of my first sip of this bad boy. What is your sister works for this brewing brewing company? She does. Okay, they have a uh, a restaurant. Okay, slash brewery, and she works there. Got it. At least a long time ago. Everything shut down in my brain when you were talking, and then oh, I missed it because it was uh, it, it was, was shocking to that Aphrodite. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. I must mean that's how you know it's good. By the end of this episode, I may be slurring. It's okay. I don't know. We've had uh, a few of those. <laughs> if you know us well enough, you know which one. <laughs> Which ones those were? <laughs> Namely, like the about? two and three no. uh, continued episodes. We're professional. We were into those. We were professional. Kind of deep. We'd never do that. Um, we don't have a particular agenda for the podcast. Uh, we it's been we say this every time, but it really has been too long. In in this uh, summer hit us fast. Mm-hmm. You had your wedding for your brother. Mm-hmm. I've been out of town twice. You are now back to a full-time work schedule, which before you were not. With overtime. So. Yep, with overtime. So our lives have gotten super busy, but we need to carve out some more time for the dad life. I think this was our, our longest break in episodes, if I had to put a guess on it. I think so, it. too. It's Somebody would have to do some research on that, but Marty. it's been too long. <coughs> Marty. We had baseball to come up. Yep. We're now playing hockey. Hockey. We got a backyard. You got grass. A shed. And a shed. We got curbing. A little bit less of a fence. Mulch. <laughs> Let's not talk about that other part. Oh, we're not talking about that? Okay. Um, All right. Yeah, we had a, a full fence that ran along the side of our driveway, and they're building a new home right next door, and they ripped half of it out without... Without even talking to you. Up. Yeah. So... I was pissed about There it. will be some conversing with the company, but just haven't done so yet. It's neither here nor there. Yeah. But in the first time in three and a half years, we have a backyard with grass that we're still it not allowed awesome. to step out on. Dude, it looks awesome. We're watering the absolute heck out of it right now. And I I mean, you're doing it responsibly because we're in a drought. Of course. Okay. Of course. We are on culinary water. Which is costing you Which cost me every penny, so I'm pinching <laughs> as much as I can to allow this thing to grow. But um, yeah, it's nice to, it'll be nice with the three boys having... The space. Oh, the space is amazing. Because you've been hanging out in the front yard all, these, all this time to, like, play football or catch or whatever. It was just weeds and dirt back there before this. And not too long ago, either. Mm-hmm. No, it looks looks great. Um, it does. I'm excited to maybe drink some beer out there. I don't know. Yeah, no. Maybe. That's going to be, like, kind of the man shed out there. Maybe we'll do an episode out there. Once we... Oh, it could... Oh, could be. Dude. It will. It's going to have Ooh. power and... That's that's exciting. It's going to be good. We could do our first remote from the shed. What? <laughs> from the shed. Uh-huh. We're live from Chris's shed. <laughs> it's big. The, uh, it is huge. My actually. youngest, Parker, called it, hey, you know, Dad, our cabin at home? I'm like, cabin? It, it's, it's it literally big. is. It looks There's a, a shed with your neighbor right behind it, and it looks like a little hut compared it, it, to it what does you have. tower over it. Which I, mean, I think I didn't great. mean to do that, but like one-up the dude, but... It's but you did the way it did. And I like happen. it. Yeah, and I appreciate it. And it all makes, this uh, <laughs> makes me not like my shed anymore. Yeah, <laughs> shed envy. I've heard that word a lot. You got a heavy shed. I can't even say it. Heavy <laughs> shed envy. <laughs> that is a tongue twister. <laughs> heavy shed envy. Um, I did learn something with all of the new irrigation we have in the backyard. What did you learn? A, a dad 
lane type of uh, topic here, but most rotors in your sprinklers, the ones that you know do a specific pattern that you will dictate to be however many degrees worth of spray, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. the little blue insert inside them, I always just looked at the opening and said, yeah, that, that looks like it'll shoot further because, you know, yeah. it's smaller. <laughs> Beer funnel technology. Which, um, yeah. Anyways, the number, um, the higher the number, the bigger their opening. The bigger their opening, the more water it will obviously um, broadcast. Yeah. Good word. Yeah. And I was killing a lot of the big portions of my front yard because I had the wrong numbers. So, so what number should you have? Um, if, if you have, if you have, let's say a 180 degree splay okay. that's going all the way from the left to the right. If it's along, you know, an yep. edge of something, that's a big area that it's using. You need to be a three or higher. Okay. I had mostly uh, twosies. I had twos, so okay. it wasn't enough. And now I got threes, and it's been on there all week, and it's already coming back to life. So it makes a huge difference. So there's something I should be looking at. Yeah, that you would never look into. Because, no, because I just replaced hey, the look, whole thing. It's spraying water. That's all I need to know. Yeah, I would just replace the whole sprinkler before I would ever open it up and be like, oh, yeah. there's a blue thing. The blue thing that you pop out, and then there's a screw that you can then put in front of the spray, which will okay. then uh, kind of dictate how far it goes and oh. kind of give you a little bit more uh, wider spray, but less distance. Science. Um, and then there is the low angle um, which we also need the low angle nozzles, which is the same opening, but it just sprays. Is that what like we have says, now, or is that part of the blue thing? No, it's just a it, when you get a strip of those nozzles, they call they come up on all in one strip. Uh -huh. The one side is just there's a smaller offering of the low angle numbers. Okay. But they just shoot lower, which I figure they all should be that way. Yeah, because why would you want it really high? I don't know. It doesn't make sense. You have any type of breeze or gust of wind. You lose half your water. It's all going yeah. to nowhere. And we have wind here every day. So I reinstalled low angles in all of my rotors. I'm sure this is just absolutely this is riveting. enthralling I'm, the audience, guys. Sprinklers are my jam. And you, we got to talk it's about It's a dad mine. thing, dude. That's why thing. we're talking about it. But it's also yard stuff, right? And it so is. I posted months ago when people started to mow their lawns. Mm -hmm. I, I'm sure you saw it in the group or neighborhood group chat. Sure. It was like all the peer pressure. Once somebody mows their lawn the first time, everyone else was like, Fuck, "Somebody, whoever breaks the, you know, get out there and mow." I really, I just <laughs> go by my own length. Really, it starts to look shaggy. It's like, all right, gotta go out there. But it's true. And now everyone's lawn has got big old patches because everyone's trying to pinch and save and but mitigate this hundred degree weather we've been having which is exactly. really not now it's not weird because it's july 1st everybody but early june it was first week it was hundred like five yeah it was crazy and so we've got large patches of of dead grass but i also think that has a lot to do with what you just talked about the sprinklers because the builder of this neighborhood guaranteed did could care less with just threw in whatever it they pretty had. it went up pretty hastily and not yeah they didn't care. weren't looking into the specifics wind or low or no nope, water anything yeah anyway and if we're gonna go down this rabbit hole even further oh lord out on the park strip right yeah. you're just gonna have the pop-ups not the rotors it's just yep. the pop-ups that That's will give you a 
you know, an angle of anywhere from 30 degrees to 90 degrees, or yeah. 180 degrees, right? So I replaced all of those with different heads. Instead of just being that continuous spray that mm -hmm. is constantly going and you watch it for two minutes and you're like, look at all this water I'm losing, they make a more water-efficient model. Hunter does, the MP Rotor. But it's expensive, right? They are a little bit more expensive, and you do have to water for longer because they put out less like 40% less, um, but you don't lose as much to wind spray and, and evaporation. And the street and everywhere else that thing goes. Exactly. They're yeah. much more efficient, so you'll save money in the long run. So. Intr I mean, this is riveting. It is. It, it, we I, could do a whole episode about sprinklers. Yeah, it's it's really great. <laughs> Welcome to the dad life. That is the dad life. It is but part it is of it. Part of the lawn and, you know, also yelling from your porch and people to slow down. and All that fun stuff. It's all dad stuff. What's important to you, mulch or bag? I bag. I used to. And now you don't? And now, now I, you're a mulcher? Now I... Um, now I'm a bit of both. I have the bag hanging off the back, but I have the mulch shoot thing out the side. Okay. So it's a combination. So you'll, I may lose my dad card because of this. So the mower we bought when we first got married, we got married in 2005. Okay. Same mower I have now. Me too. Which is great. It's a Toro is what I have. I have a Toro as well. Yeah, but shout I, out Toro. Good job. But I also had never changed or sharpened the blade. Wow. Until this year. That's amazing. So I feel like I haven't mulched because <laughs> it couldn't mulch anymore because it was so dull. Okay. So it had to bag. And I mowed the first time with the new blade last week, and I was like, oh, my gosh, I should have done this years ago. Another question. Yeah. Did you replace the blade or sharpen your existing? I replaced because that blade's okay. stupid yeah. old. I've done all of the above. And it was cheap. so it's one bolt. It's there, not hard. my first blade, I would actually take off and I would actually hand file. Yeah. Sharpen. Yeah. Um, and then there was a point where I'm like, ah, it's twenty five bucks and just bought a new blade. But then I saw this thing that you put on your drill motor, this mm -hmm. little spinny thing that has this stone on it that you can just sharpen in like seconds. And that's what I have now. That's what you've been doing? It's pretty, it's pretty tight, dude. There's so much. I mean, I bought mine on Amazon for like 12 bucks. The sharpener? No, the, blade? the new blade. Oh, okay. So I was just like, screw it. Yeah, yeah. That's buy a new blade. Um, but, yeah, no, lawns, why is that? And so, uh, you know, I always made, didn't make fun. I always dreaded the weekends because my dad would be like, all right, you got to go pick up dog shit because I'm going to mow the lawn. And dads take lawns so seriously, and I do the same. Like, I'm so worried about my lawn. Why is that? It's because of, I I would have to venture to guess, if you lived five miles from the nearest home, mm -hmm. you wouldn't give half as much of a shit about your lawn. But it's because you're uh, up against all of these other people. Yeah. It's a competition more than it is really giving that much of a shit. That makes sense. I think that's the reason. I I'm just assuming that. But the amount of time and effort and money we pour into these things that you just yeah. drive past and look at is crazy to well, me. Well, it should be a, it should be vegetables. Like zero scape, it sounds so much more attractive to me. If they pay us like they do, so in Southern Utah, there's a new initiative to where they'll pay you to take out your lawn and put it into zero scape, right? I would be. If so that down comes with that, north dude. up to where we are, I'm in. I would be in. I'd like a backyard. Because would, we play in the grass. But the front yard, yeah. dude, it's, it's 
it's nonsense. Well, it's so much yard to yeah. water and take care of. Sucks. Especially when you're on culinary like we are. Mm-hmm. And we, we made our backyard almost a zero scape. We did very minimal grass in the center and then everything else is bark. And you you can see my backyard. Mm-hmm. It's got bushes and trees and that's it. And a very small amount of grass. And so, yeah, if they told me that they'd pay me money to take up my front lawn, I would do it in a heartbeat. I'd put a big tree in and I'd do rocks. I love it. I go and drive through, you know, southern Utah and Arizona and look around at the zero scape. I'm like, envy. Yeah. Rock envy. I would even put fake grass in. I would. I have looked into that. I would. It's so expensive. But it's then you would never expensive. mow again. You would Water never mow again. again. No, it's it's just. I, I feel like you get money it. back. It would be, and you don't have to go out there. <laughs> and <laughs> exactly. Edge and weed, and you know, it's just there. Be in the sun. Have you ever seen a full yard of it though? No, probably not. Why I've isn't seen... there more of it? Probably because it's expensive, and it also like technology-wise. So I think back, you know, even high school. So like, well, let's, let's take my high school for example. Grew up here in Utah, always played on grass, right, for football. Always grass. Now every field is turf. So I feel like the technology has just barely caught up to be like, okay, now high schools can afford to put in turf. Mm-hmm. Where I don't think 20 years ago that was the case. You had to be like super rich to have turf, right? Have it you was so walked expensive. on and knelt on the turf that's up like now, today's standards? Uh, not at my high school, but I played on turf in college. And was it... Like you would fall and slide on it and it would cut you up? No, but it would burn. Okay. It would definitely burn, it like a rug burn. It wouldn't cut you up, though. No, it was really loose, that loose rubber. Uh-huh. So you'd, those pellets are everywhere. Gotcha. Um, and I think the technology's even changed since then. I Actually, I have not been on a high school football field that's been transitioned here in Utah. I actually would like to see it, yeah. just to see. Because even like um, Ogden High, where I uh, first lived when we first got married, we lived there for 10 years. We were a block away from the high school. They now have turf. Wow. And so, yeah, I think almost every high school. Huge initial, you know, upfront cost, but. I'm sure they're saving. Great investment yeah. over the time. Between, like, painting and watering and just the maintenance of a giant grass field, I'm sure they're making their money back. Hmm. I, I, I would think. I don't know. I feel like the technology caught up and it got cheaper, right? Just like flat screen TVs. Super and stupid solar panels and all that Yeah, stuff. everything's slowly coming up. I don't know. Yeah. Um, mulching and bagging. I mulch just because it's quicker. Because if I bag, I have to stop every ten minutes to empty the thing. But don't you just and then that have fills up my everywhere? entire um, garbage can, and I have no more room left for my trash. That's why I'm always overflowing so, my trash can. Well, I did it for time and for I guess trash, garbage can savings, and that was my initial thought was well if I'm just mulching it and blowing it all in the yard isn't it just going to pile up and never go away that's what I thought but you would be surprised I'm never you know collecting or shooting old dead grass week to week because really? I just mow usually once a week and um, it's, gotta it's be not bad at all like it's so much easier and better than I ever thought but like I said I keep the bag on yeah and I mulch out the side so it's kind of a I'll empty the bag maybe once or twice the whole yard, which so I used still to do got, it 10 plus times. Yeah, you still got up. some clippings going back. Yeah. Okay. So. Plus, if you keep your blade sharp, I'm sure. Maybe. It makes a huge difference because uh, mine was dull. And let's talk to Sean, who's been on the podcast, my neighbor. The yard's immaculate. And 
he was saying his blade was dull. And I was like, you just bought your mower. There's no way that thing's dull. And I was comparing its grass. I'm like, look at your tops of your grass. And look at my tops. And my tops are all janked up and brown because the, the blade is so dull. It's, it's like ripping, ripping it, it instead yeah. of cutting it. Exactly. And I was like, there's your difference. I'm like, your, your blade's fine. And he changed it anyway. Got a new one. But right. Whatever. Even the new blade that you go buy isn't really sharp. It's just not rounded off like a yeah. well-used one is. I like to sharpen it to where it's like a razor blade. Like dude. a sharp, sharp. Yeah. Like take your foot off sharp. Yeah, exactly. It's dangerous, Chris. It is, but luckily I'm not sticking my foot in there. You tell knock on wood. Yeah. <laughs> yep. <laughs> uh, but what else? Let's see. I don't want to keep talking about lawns. Good Lord. Um, Dad things. I wanted to talk about some of your travels. You know, tell me about the wedding. How did it go? Everything I think we was, did we talk about it, it last time? Yeah, it was after. I um, thought it was in between. We, we've had one of these since. That's this me. was April, see, and we've had we've had podcast in May. It has been so long; we can't remember what the hell we spoke of. Uh, I went camping twice. I know I've done that. Glamping. Yeah, glamping. Yeah, yeah, yeah. you're right. Well, yeah, yeah. It was nice. You have to name it the right thing. Um, it's well, you know, we weren't roughing it. Um, first time we've taken our camper to a place where we could plug in and have water and a sewer. Oh wow! Which is great. You usually just pull out in the in the we wild the and park it. Yeah. Okay. Very limited water because you only have a thirty gallon. Or, you know, I think it's thirty five gallon maybe. Wouldn't that? Wouldn't you say those two experiences are way way different? Well, vastly different. I would like, guess like the plug in place is glamping. The other one's more like camping, but yeah. you're in a camper. You're right? a little more comfortable, but definitely yeah. more like camping. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and that's what we usually have done. But we found this, uh, it's called Echo Island, um, for those that are here in Utah. It's up by Colville off of, uh, what is that, I-84? And go off the Colville exit, and there's a gas station, and there's an RV park. And then there's this place called Echo Island, where it is an RV park, but it's got two swimming pools, um, a stocked fishing pond, Nice. It's got a river that goes right through it that actually forks in the campground, so it actually looks like two different rivers coming together. Sweet. And we just found, you know, we went midweek, and so we didn't deal with any weekend crowds. We had the pool to ourselves for three days, which the kids loved. Did you have good weather? Great weather. Beautiful. Um, we had we got to plug in, so the first time we got to use our AC, because um, we've never used the AC, because we have a solar panel on the top that only runs basically your heater and the lights. Um, and the radio. Um, other than that, you know, you can't run what the AC. What if you installed more panel? I think you'd have to get a pretty big inverter to get the wattage you need for for an AC. It probably can be done, but not with what we currently have. Um, but it's nice to have the AC because it, it definitely got hot because we weren't yeah. super high elevation. And then, you know, it was fun to, like, watch uh, a movie at night with the kids, which we don't ever usually do. That's cool. Um and it was, you know, it was nice not to worry about water. We took showers on the regular. You know, when you're limited water, we took Mimi a shower Did you once. need to use the heater? Heater came on once during the three days at night. Um, but it only came on once and didn't and come on again. And that's when your temperature goes below what? Uh, you know, I don't know. It's funny. If you ever look at a camper thermostat, it's just got the stupid fucking lines that go really small to really big. <laughs> so, <laughs> so it's like... I don't know, like midway, halfway oh, up wow. that. Wow, that's stupid really thing. specific. Right? Hey, move it to the bigger line. Just go one more line, babe. <laughs> wow. 
So the temperature gauge, you know, it does say the temperature, and I think it's set to around 70 for heat. Um, I think. I don't know. Depends Again. On, depends what your line, your line I don't know. looks like. I tried to switch it out to something that That's was digital. Dude. <laughs> Holy shit. But it only has a black and a red. This is getting in the woods here, but it has a black and a red wire for the thermostat. It's two wires. Most of your thermostats have four to five wires, right? If you took your thermostat thermostat off mm-hmm. upstairs, it'd have five wires. So I was looking it up, and like to change it out was just a pain in the ass. And I was like, ah, screw it. I'll just deal with the lines. So I on YouTube. Well, yeah, there's lots of stuff on there. Oh, yeah. I just didn't want to deal with it. Totally. Anyway, that's what what, uh, we did two of those trips. We did one where, again, if you're in Utah, we did Cherry Hill, which is a little water park that has an RV RV park next to it. It's cool. Kids had a blast. It is a blast. It's a good, just even a day tripper, man. Yeah. A lazy river, a bunch of water slides. Yep. Those mushrooms that, you know, sprinkle water and you can stand on the inside and look out from. That's pretty cool. You know what I'm talking about? I know exactly what you're talking about. Oh, it was the best. Had mini golf. Jack, I learned you'll like this. So at night, the water park obviously shuts down and the mini golf goes and there's a maze and there's a rock climbing wall. We've never done that ever. You haven't done You should. Okay. And apparently my, my jack's a, a climber. Really? Got hooked up, went to the top, hit the bell. Uh, you're on ropes. He's on, of course he's on a rope. Okay, okay. But eight-year-old just flew up. The, I was like, seriously? Wow. Reese like chickened out after like five feet. She's like, nah, I'm good. Drop down. Jack's like, screw it. Went this is a mecca. I'm just saying. Of climbing here in Utah, I, in case you didn't know. I'm a little worried that he, you know, I don't want him to go nuts. There's a lot of climbing gyms that are obviously safer than going Al- Alex going Honnold nuts. on it, if you know who Alex yeah, Honnold is. I don't. Mr. Free Solo. He has his own documentary. Oh, is this the one you're telling me about Netflix? Um, Perhaps. Uh, um, he he, he f- Free solos, and that's the name of the documentary. He climbed yes, without ropes yes. and did um, El Cap without a rope. <laughs> and they El Capitan. It. Yeah, it's that's insane. That was a good beer. And you're done with it. You're going to have to walk me home. Merry Christmas. Walk me home. <laughs> you got it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but then baseball. We talked about baseball and kids. So Jack um, tried baseball for the first time. Yeah. Um, and this I'd, was coach pitch or this machine? was machine pitch, which okay. I had never experienced. Mm-hmm. And I've I've told you this story, but I got to tell everyone else. So I bought Jack uh, a cheap bat. Shout out Chad, um, who's a good buddy of mine. Played baseball his whole life, and in college he was like, "Get the cheapest bat you can, get get the cheapest shoes you can, and the cheapest whatever, because Jack's going to grow, and it'll be at, by next season he'll be out of everything." Mm-hmm. Took his advice, great advice. So I get this tee, and um, I'm like, all right, Jack, I'm going to show you how to swing. My dumbass puts the ball on the tee, straight-up baseball, not a tennis ball, and I do like a half swing and hit the ball. And it's one of those times, and I'm sure you remember as a kid, where you've thrown something, and you know where it's going to go, and you're just like, fuck, that's going to break. You're going to do the, (gasps) Mm -hmm. Uh uh-huh. It was hit right for the camper. You did this in your yard, and you swung at it? Yeah. I was just trying to teach the boy how to swing. Okay, it's a dad dad life moment for me. Okay, so I hit it off the tee. It goes flying right towards the camper, and I was just like, "Well, here we go. Let's see what this does." We're gonna have a dent. And it dented the the awning, the pole for the awning. It just hit it right straight on, just bing. So then I bought him a net, and now he swings into a net. 
Nice. I'm a big dumb animal, folks. We have that. Yeah. But we haven't got to use it because we haven't had a yeah, yard. But anyway, Jack loved baseball. Long story short, he's into it, so he'll keep playing. And very, I'm sure you guys had the very same cool. We experience. had two out of the three play baseball. Yep. Our oldest of which, who hadn't played, he's going to seventh. He hasn't played since he was in second grade. So huge, huge learning curve yeah. going from machine pitch to you know kid pitch. Yep. Some of them are hucking at sixty miles an hour and stealing bases and that. I mean, like a, he he missed out on a lot. So yeah. I was super apprehensive, but and I think we spoke about this in the last one, but was super proud and of how brave he was to go after because I was really nervous. Yeah. About his safety, but um, mom and and oldest said no we want to do it and it was a it was a learning curve for me because i think if it was my decision on my own i probably would have voted against it really um yeah but i'm glad that i i'm glad that i didn't make that decision because it was it was a great experience and he he did really really well so he's gonna keep doing it yeah yeah yeah. he's super into it and we're all three boys they're going to a three-day baseball camp at the end of this month nice where yeah we're doing it down in utah county oh down salem down south salem yeah so we're gonna make a little weekend of it go get a hotel with a pool the kids will go off to baseball camp for three hours and me and mom will have some you guys will have some adult time time together in the mornings and then we'll have you know the rest of the weekend together so make a trip out of it that's, I mean, that's what we do as We're adults, psyched, right? man, yeah. What do we do as dads? We do sports and then we make trips out of them. You're damn right. And that's, that's what, we what do. we're doing this one. Um, oh, Chris, we missed a big one. Yo. We, next year, have to do a Father's Day episode. I mean, I feel like that was like teed up for us and we real, real How do we up. miss it? I, we didn't do an episode. No, how do we miss it last year too? Uh, we're, we're big dumb animals, we're, Chris. We're podcasting. Yeah. I don't know. What'd uh, court do for <laughs> this year? Uh, she always does great. Um, I'm pretty terrible at Mother's Day. Let's be honest. Um, and I this my year, my wife a rap again. Isn't that hokey and stupid? No, I've heard you <laughs> rapping. I quite, I quite <laughs> enjoy so it. Um, no, Courtney like knocked it out of the park again. Because, long story short, when we moved, one of the times we moved, and I can't remember if it was this last time or the time before. But I've collected these pint glasses from really cool places, right? Not just any old pint glass, but if I've been to a place that's really unique, I'll get a pint glass. And there's a, a brewery called Bosco's in Nashville, Tennessee. Okay. And I went to that brewery back in college. Um, I had a friend that lived in Nashville and took us to this brewery. Um, it still exists, but it doesn't exist in the, the place that we went. There's actually just one location now, and I used to have a few. Anyway, got uh, one glass that had Bosco's on it. And so I had all these pint glasses, and to this day, Courtney always... She gives you shit for all your pint glasses. Though. Yeah, to this day, she gives me shit and because she, threw she, she gave them away, Chris. Yeah. She she says it was a mistake. Um, she says it was an accident. Oops. But all my pint glasses disappeared. That's harsh, dude. It was, you know... If you have any collector's items, that's like... <laughs> The one you don't want to mess with because the one you should actually use rather than they sit in a drawer or something. Yeah, you know? but anyway. Damn it. Showed up downstairs and she had she had got in contact with Bosco's and had bought me two pint glasses, Dude, which was pretty sweet. That's really yeah. like inside right there. She knocked it out of the park. Good she for she her, does man. great. Good for yeah. her. I can't, I can't. I can't compete with that shit. She's pretty good at gift giving. Man, so is my wife. I need to... 
learn the ways. This year, Jennifer got me a set of cornhole boards, which I have always wanted forever. And yep. just, you know, life happens and things come up that you need, and I just haven't gotten myself. I've always wanted my own custom set. I yeah. haven't talked about it, but I just always have. I may have mentioned it in passing, and she picks up on that shit. Yeah. And got me new set of cornhole they boards. They look pretty dude. badass. 311 cornhole boards, Rasta colors. They I was like, I almost fell over. They were so perfect. Yeah. Except they spelled something Possibly. wrong. Yeah, I know. <laughs> so this is also my fault. Chris, you'll really quickly realize I'm a terrible speller. And so I was also in on Wait these a cornholes. You spelled it for the guy? No. Oh, oh, oh. I just didn't notice it. Okay, gotcha, gotcha. So whew, Jen had this whole secret for Chris, and she was texting me, and she's like, you know, because I had a buddy make mine, and she was like, should I use him? I'm like, yeah, they were fine, but, you know, they weren't, like, extraordinary. Uh, I think I could have, you know, probably done it myself, but sure, sure. too lazy. And so she found this guy, and she sent me the proof of it. And I would have caught it there, you would think. But I was like, hell yeah, it looks sweet. But you're looking at it probably on an iPhone. I looked on my phone, but yeah. it's still. I, and it's small cursive lettering. How would the hell you would have known? I'm right? pretty, I'm pretty terrible speller. And she felt awful, but I wouldn't have seen it. You wouldn't have caught it. Anyways, these uh, things had the 311 logo, and it said, stay positive and love your life. Sounds like familiar, we, huh? It does sound familiar. But they left out an I in positive. Yeah. So it said, stay positive. Well, you know. And love your life. Let's get a Sharpie. We'll fix it. Stay positive. That's what I said. I said, let scribble one in there. I'll make it look like you can't even notice. And she's, she just was, she was we're giving them back. So they're back with the guy. and we'll Oh, see. he's going to fix them? I don't know. He said, hey, yeah, they're going to have to be reprinted. So he's got them in his possession now. We're going to see where well, it goes. I bet he fixes them. I'm going to assume the same. Just, I mean, come on. Dude, you spelled the shit wrong. <laughs> I don't know. Come on now. <laughs> I do that shit all the time. I feel for the guy. Uh, Ugh, I'm a terrible speller. Spell check. Well, you know, that you would think, but that doesn't help all the time with grammar. Just throwing it out there. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> anyway, uh, we're over time, and uh, we have to do this again. Actually, some big news. Did Tell you, everybody what's happening. I have a couple of big newses. Ooh, hit me with your big news. Okay. Happy Father's Day to all the dads since it's now past two weeks ago. Um, the other thing I wanted to say was, um, today was something that made me think, man, shout out to all the single dads and single moms, just single parents doing what they're doing, raising their kids. Cause that's tough. Yeah. The only reason that it brought it up because today was a day where Jennifer went to work. I had theater drop off in the morning, mm -hmm. one kid, and then second kid had to do his um uh expanders he's getting braces yep he had that appointment which kind of is a big ordeal it's a long appointment it mm -hmm. hurts a lot you know a lot of support and <laughs> being right there because he was scared yeah so and then as soon as that was over it was pick up for that uh pick up from theater mm -hmm. um come home eat lunch and then we had to head out for hockey. And this was all, you know, from the time I woke up till we started this podcast at, you know, 7.30 at night. It's yeah. go, 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 go. Made dinner, did laundry in the in the interim, and I'm just smoked. So yeah. shout out to all the folks that are doing the single parent thing. 
keep doing what you're doing. It matters. Your kids matter. They're going to thank you for it. It's going to kick your ass, but keep doing it. Absolutely. That's and I'm not lucky, you. and I'm so oh, really privileged to have who we have in our life. Absolutely. But not everybody has that situation. So Very true. Um, that's not your big news, though. That's not. The other one was, I just felt like throwing that in okay. there. For Father's Day also, we both got some merch. We which did. could be something down the line for our listeners, but we got some dad life merch. We got water bottles, coffee mugs, and one of my favorites of this whole thing was we got these bottle openers. Yep. With our logo on one side, you flip it over, it's a QR code, you scan it, boom, goes right to our podcast page. They're pretty amazing. Pretty, pretty good shit. I got the whole package from Chris for Father's Day as well. That was, was not me. Sweet. That Wait, was my well, wife Jen. who hooked Chris this shit and up. Jen. There. Yeah. Yeah. Shout that out awesome. Defender Custom Guns and his lasering. He's the guy that hooked it up. And he's going to do a lot more lasering for he's Dad. He's doing life. a lot more lasering for not only us, but a lot of, a lot of Stay listeners. Stay tuned. Defender, two E's. D E E. That's his last name. Defender Custom Guns. Yeah, they look sweet. They look really, really sweet. Um, so, so that's all I got. Nope, that's not all you got. You got one more thing. What are we doing now? What are we going to do? Who's coming on? Just say it, because if we say it, then it has to do it. But well, we we've to. said that about your brother, and he's still He's going to be here eventually. Okay. He lives here. Okay, okay. I got a uh, younger bro. We were going to have an episode with him uh, prior to. He has recently returned from overseas. Um, uh, he was stationed in England and is now living stateside, and he is visiting Utah in a couple of weeks, and we're going to have him on the podcast. Hell yeah, we are. Father two beautiful little girls, and we'll let him tell the story. So, And I'm going to dive into we're gonna the... We're going to call it Deployed Dad because he has spent a lot of time away from home. I like it. Have little girls and mama being on her own in a foreign country. They were in Italy first and then England, but we'll get to all that. That's the big news coming. I'm going to dive right into the Smith life, the Smith household. Oh, was boy. Like, I can't wait. That is an eclectic group of folks. <laughs> Seven it. of us. How can it not be, you know? I love every minute Woo. of it. Very excited. Me too. All right, brother. Hey, thanks everybody for joining us. Until next time, stay positive and love your life. Later.